Hi, this is Matt Beef, the Australian Rollerblading Podcast. This is Mikey Lynch, and today I want to talk about trying to air higher in a vert ramp. So, a couple of weeks ago, I don't know, a month ago, I gave that um, account of my long, gruelling, unnecessarily drawn-out process of getting to the point of dropping in on a vert ramp. So, how have I been getting on? What's the progress since then? Um, well, I'm on the Pro Tour now, pulling sick 900 McTwists and um, airing about 10 feet, you know, no big deal. Um, I'm kind of past it, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> uh, slow progress. Um, the problem with, with learning to skate in a new way when you're 36 is that you can't spend every day of a 12-week summer holiday at the ramp. Um, You can't even spend several hours every day of a weekend at the ramp. Uh, If you're lucky, you'll spend an hour a week, maybe, depending on how life and work and family and health and weather and all of those things are going, um, and depending how close uh, a vert ramp is to where you live. So it's been slow progress, and I suppose it's sometimes to reassure myself. I um, I, I work um with a uh, as a Christian preacher with a lot of sort of small not-for-profit organisations as well. And um, one of the things that um that you have to reassure people of when they work part-time, like if you employ someone like a, two days a week, you know they'll they'll be working for like two months and go. I feel like I'm still not getting anything done. I feel like I've I've just started working. I've been working here two months. I'm just not doing anything. Um, and one of the things I try and do with them is get them to calculate how long, in terms of equivalent full-time hours, have they been working. Do you know what I mean? Because if someone works two days a week, and then they work for four weeks, that's that's in total eight days. So that's just, just about two weeks of work. Do you know what I mean? Um, and so then I say to them, you know, and then if they work... Um, uh, uh, for, for two months, then, you know, wh- however you want to do eight times two, that's 16, you know, that's um, uh, 16 days. That's not, not many days, is it? You know what I mean? And so I sort of say, look, how, how would you feel if you were at this point after a few weeks of full-time work? And they'd go, oh, okay, cool, I'll get your point. Um, and I suppose it's the same sort of thing you've got to do um, as a grown working adult with a family as you think about um, skating progress is just you got to kind of calculate it into teenage uh, time, you know. And um, and I suppose in that sense, you know, how many hours have I had over at the vert ramp since I started dropping in? I I reckon I've had a teenage weekend worth, uh, you know. And that kind of helps me feel better. Um, uh, yeah, if you if you've liked us on Facebook, Mad Beef Rolling Podcast on Facebook, I've posted up a, an Im- some images there and some videos, and you can see just how uh, how it's all going. Um, but what I wanted to share with what have been some of the tips and advice, and some of the things I've discovered in the process of learning, um, and so on and so forth. So here we go. Um, first of all, I definitely noticed um, uh, the influence of new wheels and new bearings. So for my birthday last year, uh, my wife, I think she called Bayside Blades, asked their advice for uh, affordable but good quality bearings um, for my skates, and got Go Project Richie Eislers. 
And putting those in made a noticeable difference, not only in terms of sound, they just sound, it felt smooth, but felt faster um, and, and stable to control. So bearings was definitely a noticeable thing. Um, and wheel, just recently as I've kind of put a bit more determined work into the vert skating, um, I got some new wheels, uh, and not big wheels, like these are uh, the only four square wheels I could find because they've now closed sadly, but uh, they're 57 millimeters, so that's a small wheel. Um, uh, but, um, but, but just some, a new set of wheels um, at the peak of their diameter, um, noticeable difference. So hardware in that sense is noticeable. Um, I, I, um, I would like to have a go with a slightly larger wheel. I I'm not particularly, I mean, I'm keen to see how well I can skate on a setup that I like skating on street and ramp. I'd like to have a multi-purpose setup, but I would like to try just, just up to like a 60 mil or maybe a little bit more. Um, that would be good to see what that's like. And I am curious to see what it would be like skating flat, um, just because you notice the, the turning circle stability stuff being on only um, two wheels per skate. Um, but yeah, basic hardware stuff, that's definitely a thing. And doubtless it would be easier as well to some extent if I was up into the 60s or 70s in terms of wheel diameter, but but you know, that's, that's that. Um, uh, second thing is um, just basic balance and familiarity dropping in and going that high on the vert ramp. So that's the second thing I've really noticed is I'm wobbly, I'm cautious, I'm particularly cautious of injury and all that kind of stuff, and I'm wobbly in terms of just, you know, part of it's confidence and balance, part of it's the mind game of feeling unconfident and so being unbalanced. Um, and so that affects... Uh, energy is being sapped up in me wobbling and I'm pulling my punches in terms of speed because I'm feeling uh, out of control um, and so I'm dropping in you know uh, straightening up my body quite early and waving my arms around as I drop in uh, to kind of try and preserve balance and slow me down similarly I'm, I'm keeping tucked as I go towards the top um, in my ascent up the transition onto the vert wall um, and so I think that's just psychological confidence coupled with actual balance. That, that's um, a second thing. Um, yeah, and look, this is a comment that, um, that Nick, I can't pronounce your surname, is it Petropolis? Um, uh, on the Melbourne OG Rollerblading Facebook page. I love you guys, you're so supportive. It's just great to have amazing skaters right through to uh, entry-level and intermediate skaters all just being supportive of each other. It's just such a great community. Um, but anyway, Nick was just recently said, yeah, it's it's all about um, all about balance. Um, and, and I think that's definitely true, that, that um, the more balance the more my muscle memory and mentally and um, technique gets me really balanced um, uh, you know the, the, the more confidence I'll then have um, to actually concentrate on speed and and these sorts of things so so I definitely noticed that I think I'm trying to like the big thing I want to work on is actually um, airs but I do want to improve just general confidence and so I'm wanting to slowly work on the number of stuff on the coping I'm doing, as well as just actually letting myself fall sometimes so I can just feel more confident in the space. So footstools and rolling footstools and, uh, you know, all those sorts of things. You know, I want to work at, at those sorts of things just so I'm feeling really familiar and confident with that height, standing up at that height, going back in at that height, all that kind of stuff. Um, 
so that's that's that. Um, uh, third thing, and this is the kind of big mindset shift thing, and um, and a lot of guys have emphasised this in various ways. So so Mick Smith talked about that riding through the vert and out the end. Vinnie Glidden wrote some really helpful stuff in his description of vert skating um, uh, as well. And um, uh, I think the way um, Eric put on the, the Facebook group was um, <laughs> uh, don't ride the vert, let the vert ride you or something like this. Um, and, and all of that just is emphasizing this sense in which what you've got to do, what I've got to learn is, is go up the transition, up the wall, keep going up, 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 and go right to the top of the vert wall and then just fly off the end. You know, it's, it's barely a jump. Uh, and, and it seems that that's like a, almost an unlearning of, of what you do when you skate a mini ramp. With a mini ramp, there is more of a jump or a launch ramp. It's, it's you're flicking yourself off and hurling yourself out and there's a jump, it's, it's an assisted jump. It's a bit more like a trampoline or something where you're bouncing and jumping with extra um, elasticity. Whereas, as I'm getting the hang of it, it feels that with vert skating, it's more like um, swinging on a swing where you're using your legs and your body weight and your momentum to get speed, but then when you're going up, you're just flying up and then dropping back down and then flying up the other side. And it's much more that. So it's not a jump. It's not a jumping early. I think I was in the habit of, as I was getting towards the vert, already feeling the fear and already kind of kicking in with, with um, mini ramps and thinking, and so jumping and turning, and, and I'm already off the ramp and in the air by the time I, my body gets anywhere near the top of the ramp. Um, and so I was jumping and turning, and that then in turn made me kind of wobble and try and correct. Um, and so advice was um, keep riding up, keep feet together more, try and get up as close to the coping as possible, uh, and then pull in feet a little bit, because this is, I'm skating a vert bowl with quite a significant tiled, sort of pull coping sort of thing, so that, that kind of is psychologically scares me that I'm gonna hit that and fall and hurt myself, but, but just lift my feet a little to avoid causing any trouble there, um, but just ride straight up, and actually still be pointing up and only really turn at the apex of my travel and then turn. That's a very different kind of motion. Um, but uh, but that, I'm starting to feel that now and I'm starting to get that now and it's noticeably different and definitely more controlled having the feet together and not trying to fight or uh, supplement or um, add something else into uh, my momentum but simply generate more of it and then control it in terms of balance. Uh, not get in the way of it in terms of slowing it down, not get in the way of it in terms of adding extra jumping, jerking, but just controlling it. Um, and then Nick even described that you actually um, use your momentum at the top of your air to make your then your, your trick, um, uh, and, and it's smooth and stylish in that kind of way. So. So that's a really interesting feeling, and I'm, I'm starting to get that now. I'm, I'm, again, the consistency, the stability, the balance isn't there, but but I'm feeling it, and I'm feeling what I'm aiming for now, which is great. Um, 
other little things. I mean, I've already mentioned that, that coping thing. I've, I, the few times I've skated actual half pipes rather than bowls, it's definitely felt easier, not having quite as jutter outery uh, uh, coping thing. Um, but then maybe that's good for me. Maybe that's uh, it's good to learn on something slightly harder and then uh, adjusting to something a little, just that little bit easier might be good. Um, uh, another thing with pumping up the vert that I've kind of noticed, I don't know if other people, if this is quite the way to describe it, but I've noticed that the full pump up into the air is coming uh, almost thinking like standing up almost towards the end of it. And I guess that's where going into a coping trick, that's what you're doing, like a, uh, some kind of foot stall thing on the coping. You might be able to pause that and actually give a sort of certain casual steeze to that uh, by standing up and relaxing before you go back in. Um, it's that kind of motion almost, you know, and, um, and so t staying too tucked is not using the full momentum energy of my, my legs pumping and so on. And so that's the thing, is, is me being so confident in the flow and the balance and the ride on the ramp that I don't need to say tucked to stay as close to the coping uh, and as close to my feet and as close to my knee pads as possible, but actually instead extend out and up into the sky. So, so I'm conscious of that. Um, uh, I had one other thing. Oh yeah, this is just a little comment that in the mushroom blading interview with Chris Edwards, which was interesting and, and quirky and uh, <laughs> uh, sweet and all sorts of things. Um, but uh, in that, his little tip about airing on a quarter pipe uh, was he said that the difference between airing on a quarter pipe with vert or without vert is that without vert, um, uh, because there's no vert there, it's, the natural momentum is gonna kick you out and over onto the platform as if it's a launch ramp. And so you've just ever so slightly got to adjust your body in so that you kind of go back in um, rather than land on the platform or clip on the coping. Um, whereas airing on a vert ramp, um, it's gonna be throwing you in and the last thing you want to do, especially if you have any height, is be kicked out and then drop down not only the six feet of your air, um, but then the 10 feet of your, um, uh, the actual height of the ramp to the flat as well. Um, and so uh, that he, his advice was airing on a, um, a vert quarter pipe, adjust your weight ever so slightly to kind of be up and out and above the coping, above the platform and then back in that way. And so that again, I think just works with my standing up paradigm thinking thing of kind of going up, uh, fully out and up. Um, so yeah, that's that's the stuff that I'm wrestling with. Um, I really appreciate people have given advice. It's really practical and critical without being negatively critical, discouraging, jeering, any of those things. So thanks heaps. Um, uh, where am I at at the moment with it? I'm, I'm at, uh, as of this weekend just gone, I was pretty consistently and confidently after the first couple of goes, getting to around one foot. So a pretty confident one foot, around that 31, 32 centimetre sort of mark. Um, and so that's starting to look like an actual air rather than just um, just pumping and turning near the top of the ramp. Um, so that's good. Um, my goal is by this time in April, so it's the 21st of March today, so by the 21st of April, I'd like to be at two feet, because two feet is then a high air. That, that, that's high, you know, that's, that's uh, two, um, uh, two body heights, or you know, kind of bum heights, you know, um, 
airing body, squat aired body heights high. You know, like it's, it's a decent height then. So, you know, to get up to sort of 64, 65 centimetres um, in a month's time is where I'd like to get to. Um, and in terms of just fear of injury, I'm actually not hungering for getting stupid high. I'm kind of slightly cautious about that. But, but I, I'd love to be able to eventually get to like four feet. I mean, that's, that's big, right? That's, that's over a metre up in the air. Um, uh, you know, getting close to a metre and a half up in the air. Um, that's, that's where I'd like to be, eventually, one day, when I grow up. Uh, but for now, I'll, maybe I'll give you a check back in in a month and give you my glorious report or uh, sh- shamed um, excuse-making about where I am at in the meantime. Um, feel free to share your experiences, your progress, uh, your advice, uh, all that kind of stuff. Um, it'd be really great, great to hear all of that. Um, and yeah, just yet again, thanks heaps for those who've been such an encouragement and a special credit to that Melbourne OG uh, rollerblading group. Even though I'm not in Melbourne at the moment, it's just great to be a part of that group um, and to be able to share the experience with people who, who know. So that's, that's cool. All right then, uh, have a good day. Ad Beef Rollerblading Podcast is produced by Mikey Lynch, theme music by Edifice Architect. You can find us on Facebook and SoundCloud or subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. If you have any questions, comments, requests or podcast contributions, please message us on Facebook. To support the podcast, find us on Patreon and pledge a once-off or regular contribution. Even just two bucks a month, every little bit helps. See you later.